1: Uh, welcome everybody. It's great to be here today. And today I have a powerful show. This show is like un- no other show that I've done before. In fact, we're going to be talking about uh, habits that form courage and um, courageous habits. And I've got a very special guest today. He's going to be coming on in the second segment. His name is uh, Dave Blanchard. Dave is the f- uh, f- uh, CEO of of the Aug Mandino Institute. He's touched the lives of tens of thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of people around the world. And he's gonna be talking about habits. And I'm gonna kick us off with uh, some thoughts about that. You know, one thing that I wanna encourage you when you listen to this show, and that is, of course, to pay, pay close attention. Because, listen, we don't need more information, right? We need more wisdom in this world. You know, digesting information alone is kind of like eating the skin of an apple without getting the nourishment from the fruit. If you're eating just the skin of information, you're going to end up with indigestion. But on this show, you know what I bring? I bring people that have developed their intuition, they've developed wisdom, and they're giving it to you so that you can start to tune in and start to take your life to a completely new level. So today, I want you, I'm going to challenge you. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you think you need to do more? Well, for some of you, maybe. But what I would suggest is most people out there, including myself, the way that I transition, the way that I change is that I have the courage to go within myself and ask myself, what do I need to, to become? Who do I need to, need to be to change my life, to take it to a completely new level? Today we're talking about habits, right? Habits that uh, either empower us or disempower us. So all of us have habits, right? Have a habit of waking up at a certain time in the morning. You have a habit of eating certain foods. You have a habit of exercising or not. You have a habit in the way that you speak uh, to your spouse, to your relationship. You have certain habits that have been formed that are either creating success in your life in business or they're taking you away from life. Some of you have created habits in your mind that are actually stopping your success. And for a lot of people, these habits are unconscious. They're habits that we do completely. You 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 do something, you wake up and you go, Why you know, why why did I just do that? Good example is you ever sat down in the evening and said, you know, I'm not gonna eat any more sugar. I'm I'm done with sugar, right? And all of a sudden, you know, somebody offers you a bowl of ice cream, you say, Oh, you know, I shouldn't have that. I'll just I'll just have a, a bite. And next thing you knew the carton's gone, right? What is that habit about, right? That's a habit that I'll, that we're gonna talk about today to really be able to Break those kind of habits, right? So, what I think of having courage to break a habit, right? Um, A lot of times, people think of courage as something, uh, some level of bravery that's uh, required for you to, you know, go out on a battlefield or run into a burning house. But I found that courage is a lot different than that, Um, especially courage in business and courage in um, uh, taking your life to a completely new level. So. What I find that real courage is about people that understand how to believe in themselves and believe in their dreams. Think about this. If you had the courage to really believe that it's possible for you to generate that dream that you've been thinking about, think of one dream that you want. Where is that? Is that in finance? Is that in business, career, relationship? Where is that dream that you really want? Now, imagine if you really found the courage to believe in that dream. What if you were brave enough to walk into the unknown? What if you had the courage to be persistent, to stay the course, no matter what happens? You know, a lot of times along the course, I know for me, is that there's a lot of negative feedback. And I was thinking about a story today that happened to me. I was in Arizona and... I was driving through the painted desert and I came across this cliff. And I thought, oh, there's, uh, if you've ever been out in Arizona, a lot of it's really flat. But there was this little mountain out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, there was a, you know, I looked at it and there's a, looked like about a 500 foot cliff that I wanted to to go up there so I could look out the desert and see the beauty. When I got on the top, I wanted to walk to the edge. But all of a sudden, this massive fear took over, and I couldn't move forward. Then I thought to myself, I wonder how long it, it, I'm going to live with this fear of heights. And I thought, you know, I'm out here alone. This, I, I, I've got to do something. So I got on my hands and knees, and I crawled to the edge of that cliff. And I sat there, and I prayed. I asked God, I said, hey, I need your help here. I, I'm not going to leave this cliff. It was about 500 foot straight down. I'm not going to leave this until I can feel this fear pass me, pass through me and out of my life. And I did. It took about 20 minutes. I was able to stand up, turn around with my back facing this 500 foot drop and walk away. Never again to have the fear of heights in my life. In fact, uh, like a year or two later, I was climbing on Half Dome. We went up to the top of Half Dome. I was able to walk up and look the, uh, straight down at the 3,000-foot drop, right, without feeling any fear in my life, right? So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about courage, right? Courage to to be brave, to walk into the unknown, courage to be persistent, to stay that course, as I mentioned. And, you know, a lot of times we face courage. So, from outside ourselves, right? People um, are talking about us, people are gossiping, especially the internet now, right? Um, you know, do you have the courage to really stay the course even when it's unpopular? I think it takes a lot of courage to do that. And I think that uh, we also, you know, courage for me is about fighting for what's right, okay? We have to fight for what's right. Now, what does this all have to do with habits? Well, it has everything to do with habits. I think what happens for for me, I can only speak for myself, but what happens is that when I notice that there's something in my life that is not working, it's painful. It's. Uh, I can think of um, many things that I've had to transcend, uh, even in relationship where my relationship, my communication was was poor. I was... Uh, I was being uh, more aggressive than I needed to with my wife. And I remember thinking, why am I being aggressive with my wife? I love her. I cherish her. I, I, I adore her. Why would I have this communication in my life? Then I thought about it. It was a communication pattern that I'd learned as a child, from my parents, right? This is how they communicated. They didn't get they didn't get what they want. They they started to get intense. They didn't get what they wanted. Then they got more intense, right? I had learned that pattern in my life. And I knew this is the time I have to change that. I don't I never want to talk to my wife that way again. And so I did. I went on a I went on a journey because most most of the time for me, I need to get a little information before I can change a habit. So I'll study, I'll take a course, I'll learn about it, I'll Google it on the internet. What do I have to do to get rid of this communication pattern, which I did. And eventually what happened is that I started to understand how to change this. Now, it wasn't wasn't overnight, that particular pattern, because it had been ingrained so long in my life. But what happened is, is that it took me on a journey to learn more about myself, to learn about how courageous I needed to be to actually change that ha- habit. And I believe we're all called to higher ground. All of us, when we want to change something or get an old habit out of our life, we have to step into a part of this that is much greater than we've ever, we've ever experienced. We have to st- step into this thing that is... Um, you can't taste it, feel it, touch it, but it's there, and it is the power of courage. It's this unknown force that's in our lives. Now, one of the aspects of this force is courage. So, if we have the we have the courage to tune into that, and the commitment, and that we realize that this is there's a real reason for doing this, so we're purpose driven, and we start to visualize ourselves. Letting this out of our life. Imagine what your life looks like with this, whatever this habit is, out of your life now. And it's three months, six months. We can change anything when we're committed. Anything. And I want you to know this. One last thing before I bring on my guest here. Pain is an indicator that your life is not working right. I don't care if it's physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, or spiritual pain. Wherever you're experiencing a challenge or pain, it's there to grow you. It's there to take you to a higher place. I've learned this. I've been coaching over 22 years. I've coached tens of thousands of individuals. They come to me, and they they a lot of times they come to me and believe that I'm their source of healing, right? And I always tell them, listen, I'm giving all my power back to God. I don't have no power but I'll teach you how you can step-by-step step find your own power to change anything in your life. That's anything. All right. So listen, I want to talk real brief about um, what's coming up here. I've got the um, CEO of the Ogmandino uh, Institute, and his name is David Blanchard. And David is just amazing. We're going to talk more about Habits. We're going to talk more about courage. We're going to talk about those pieces that can change your life for the better starting today.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
2: Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and break through obstacles. Visit KenDeFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDeFoster.com. KenDeFoster.com. We're back
0: with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster.
1: Wow, I'm so excited to have my special guest, David Blanchard, is here with me in studio. David is the CEO of the Augmandino Leadership Institute. Dave, welcome. Thank you. It's
3: great to be with
1: you. It's great to have you. Listen, I want to tell the audience just a little bit more about you. You know, Dave is the best-selling author of three books, Today I Begin A New, Intentional Creation, The Observer's Chair, The Miracle of Healing Self-Esteem, and Equanimity, Conquering Mount Entrepreneur, I love that, Dave. He's also the creator of the Habit Finder. Uh, over hundred thousand individuals has completed uh, the uh, proprietary product, the Habit Finder. I want to find all about that today, Dave. And um, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that is very well connected. You know, one of my favorite books, Dave, is that uh, book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, by Og And here you are, you're running the the foundation. How'd you get started with that?
3: Well, I might the 50th year of that book, which is a very exciting anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I was standing in the cancellation line of the lion King in New York and Betty called me and said, Dave, the rights to the greatest salesman are not being renewed. Would you be interested? And I said, Betty, this has to be a rhetorical question. She said, no, seriously. And I said, absolutely. So we worked out the deal while we we're standing in the cancellation line. We all got in to see the lion King and I came home and became the CEO of the Augmandino companies. And, uh, our, our mission is to bring Og into the 21st century.
1: That's great. So that's well, you know, some Og. of our listeners don't know who Og Mandino is. Let's let's. Uh, can you give him, I guess, a description of Og and his work?
3: Absolutely. Probably one of the most beloved authors in America. He wrote the greatest salesman in the world in '68. Sold 25 million copies, 25 different languages. And we'll probably get a chance, I hope, before we're done today to talk about the movie we're working on, which is very exciting. He wrote The Greatest Miracle, The Greatest Secret, uh, The Twelfth Angel, uh, 16 books in all, 50 million copies sold. We lost him prematurely in 1996, which was just tragic. Wow. But his, his influence and energy and spirit is still with us today.
1: Well, you know, his, uh, uh, when I was um, on a quest to find truth in this world, uh, that book came into my into my uh, life, and that was uh, twenty years ago. And that book changed the way that I looked at so many things. Um, it wasn't just about selling, of course. That book was really about the human spirit, about how we can connect with other people in a in an intentional way, and you know, the f- uh, connect with the fabric of who we are. Is you know, in a, in in a, in our humanity. Um, yeah, it, it
3: Again, moved on. Was, was that a dark night when you found it?
1: Um, it? You know, I'm not sure if it was a dark night or not, but it was. Uh, it was sure light after I read it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found him in a dark night. That's why I was so amazed with Betty. Called. I had the privilege of writing a a feature film script for one of his books entitled "The Christ Commission," what? which is the book that Aug really wanted to write the most, and that was three years prior to The Rights to the Greatest Salesman coming available. Um, but I found Aug in a, in a dark night, a really dark night. It was, it, it was born out of California. I was in San Diego, uh, La Mesa, Mount Helix. For those of you that are listening or familiar with that area, the real estate market had collapsed. Millions of dollars went through our fingers like water. Mm-hmm. I was the corporate guarantor of all of the, the lines, so had a million dollars Debt on my back and a business that had failed, and I would spend the next ten years paying back that that million dollars. And I found Og in the middle of that, that that experience. And oh, it's like I, I described it as putting on an old shoe. You know, one's just really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I actually said this, Ken, when I started reading the first Og book that I read. I went, "This guy's got the same teacher." And that's what I said. Yeah. This guy's got the same teacher. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I got to. And it um, it changed, uh, again, like, for me, it just changed the way that I looked at things. Uh, life became, uh, you, you know, there's so many half-truths in this world, right? Og has one of those people that was able to uh, see past the illusions of, of, of life and help us to understand how to connect on a, on a completely different level. I mean, when I read that book, it was like, whoa, this is, this is truth. So let me ask you, Dave, um, mm-hmm. what's some of the you know, most surprising things that have happened for you uh, since uh, becoming the CEO of the Ogmandino Foundation?
3: Well, we've watched history over the last 18 years, Ken. You and I have both watched this carefully. We're both uncompromising your conversation about courage before we came. And the fact that we focus on becoming and not just changing our circumstances, they change as we become, as we change, as we walk out on that cliff like you did in Arizona and you just overcome the fear, core, yeah. French for heart, we, we get into the depths of our hearts where we really make change. Mm-hmm. And we start to change at that level. I was totally uncompromising in that area. Mm-hmm. And, and if I've had a surprise, this was it. 2008, for many people, the world just collapsed. And I thought by 2010 or 11, they'd finally be ready because we went through this period of, you know, somehow we're gonna magically manifest all of our wishes by just visualizing with enough intention. And it left so many people broke, broken and angry. But the resilience has been incredible, the insistence on somehow I'm gonna magically make this happen, and we're just finally, We're 18 years into this project. We're just finally seeing the world show up, ready to say, I don't want to waste any more time. Just give me the truth. Take me to the principles that will actually create change in my life. I don't want any more superficial. I don't want to get rich quick schemes. I don't want any more of this fluff. I want the truth. And The surprise was that it took this long.
1: Yeah, but well, I'm excited. Yeah, we're here. I, you know, I, and I, I, think you've touched on a couple of things that I just, you know, my prayer has always been, you know, God, don't change my circumstances, change me. Right? As soon as I woke up, I went, you know, I, my, I've changed my circumstances a million times, right? But I'm the same guy showing up in, you know, with different, uh, with different houses, with different relationships, with different uh, cars, (laughs) but the, 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 uh, the same guy keeps showing up and I was like, I need to change, not, not my circumstances. Right. (laughs) And then like you, you know, 2008, what happened for me? I, I, we talked about this yesterday. You know, I ended up three and a half million dollars in debt. Right. And, uh, I like you, you know, said, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna overcome this. This has been given to me for a reason. And I'm gonna grow through this. And I paid off every penny without bankrupting or uh, having to go through that misery, right? But uh, you know, I grew. So uh, let's talk about some of the most dangerous habits a person can have. Let's talk about that because I think habit is everything. i like your input on that.
3: We know that our habits impact every facet of our lives. For those that are listening, you went through a litany of these when you were sharing in the open. How do we feel when we wake up? Our emotional state, the decisions we make, the actions we take, the results we create, they're all driven by our habits. So we know that's the case. So what are these habits getting us to do? And I think one of the great and destructive habits we've been facing as a society is waiting for something other than us to save us. Now, I happen to believe in God, but I can tell that in my single darkest moment, million dollar life insurance policy, million dollars of debt, you can only imagine where that conversation went. And when the sun came up the next morning, and I was still here, it still rolls off my tongue, Ken, I said, I long to cry to the God of my youth, but the God of my youth will not hear my cry. Mm. I must change my God or change my cry. And it was in that moment that my life absolutely shifted. Yes, there's a God and he loves me and he will, but he doesn't drive parked cars. He's not a white knight who's going to come in and and put money on your uh, uh, front porch and save you financially. We have to get into action and start creating. And the cry will want to have change. We move from just fantasizing to getting inspired ideas that ignite passion and drive action. Uh, we're just finding a, a tremendous challenge in the habit of using vivid visualization to escape. Mm-hmm. Wanting life to be easier and less stressful mm-hmm. is the fundamental place where we start to shift with our clients. Use the mind constructively. The gift has been given for that inspired idea. It ignites part of our brain. Nice our passion. We work without counting the cost or tracking the time. We're focused in the now. This is our primary residence. We're not holding it hostage to our expectations, and as a result, we get to spend time with our natural genius, which we all have, because mm-hmm. anybody who's ever procrastinated mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. finally jumped in, as it's usually said, "Wow, that wasn't so hard. Why did I wait so long?" It's a great question because when we finally are in action, passion-driven action. We're embracing our natural genius. We're healing our self-esteem, and most importantly, we're finally available to be servants, to serve. Exactly. We're available.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you. I mean, that's, it, that's that's the process, but how do we get there? I know that you know pain, of course, is a great motivator of men. Mm-hmm. That we uh, we need pain, but you know, I uh, you said something there. You said we let go of our expectations. Man, that's tough to do. I mean. Yeah, how do, how, do you, how do you help people let go of that? It's a habit. We, we expect this and that and everything else.
3: Yeah. Well, we're living in our minds, vivid visualization, and we see it so vividly, the mind creates a new mental construct. It constructs a new reality. That's the expectation, etymologically concrete condition for happiness. First thing, very first thing. And the first thing I saw as the CEO of the company was how can we measure which habits are supporting us, which habits are sabotaging us, and which habits are like those fully charged fire hoses that nobody's hanging on to. They need to be managed. Can we find a way to identify where the strengths and challenges are? Mm -hmm. And we found it Mm -hmm. in the formal science of axiological mathematics and Cantor's transfinite calculus. And that's the basis of our habit-finder profile that you've been mentioning. Mm -hmm. where someone can take this profile and actually identify clearly where strengths and challenges and management opportunities exist in their habits. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, we want to start applying very specific principles and practices and processes to maximize the strengths, to change the unhealthy habits, and to manage those that are like the fire hoses. Um, Just quickly for an example, with people, We're finding that so many entrepreneurs have enormous capacity for empathy and intuition, but they're talking themselves out of their own tuition or they're not getting it because there's so much self-sabotaging dialogue going on because their expectations aren't being met. I can almost touch it. I can almost taste it. Why can't I have it? What's wrong with me? Does God not love me? That's so much noise going on that they're not accessing their natural gifting. So we give them a press. Principle and a practice and a process to access the strength. And as we're working on their greatest strength, the challenges start to become increasingly obvious and interestingly annoying.
1: Okay, Dave, listen, I, I love this. Let's let's talk about this uh, yeah, right uh, after the break. Here, uh, let's go into self sabotage. Why people self sabotage? I want to know more about that. We'll uh, we'll be right back.
0: be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D Foster
2: Confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and break through obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. The
2: dog days are over. The dog days are done. The horses are coming. Run fast
1: Well, welcome back. Welcome back to Voices of Courage. And today is a special day. We're talking about habits. We're talking about how to change those habits that are in your life that are really stopping you from being all you can be. And I want to mention our sponsor today. It's Women's Wisdom and Women Empowering Women and Friendship and Business. This organization was started by my beautiful wife, Judy Foster, 25 years ago, the women meet uh, once a month, and I've never seen an organization where people connect on a deeper level that they all are doing business with each other, and they're li- they're lifting each one, each of themselves up. It's, it's amazing. Anyway, you can find it at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net for more information on that. Okay. I am so excited to get back into this interview. We're talking about self-sabotaging uh, beliefs and habits. And my guest here, Dave uh, Blanchard with Dog Mendito. Dave. what are? Glad to be with you, Ken. Yeah, what, let, let's talk about what, you know, how do people even identify self-sabotaging beliefs? Some people don't realize they even have them.
3: You know, it's interesting. Sometimes we have to start playing with our strengths to be able to hear that dialogue. We call it enemy number one. It's when we start questioning our worth and our worthiness. Something doesn't happen the way we would like it. And we instantly go, something must be wrong with me. It must be something I did when I was a child, so so God won't bless me. He won't let me have it like they have it. We start questioning our ability. We start questioning our character, our, our contribution. Uh, these past mistakes that we've made, all these areas, we call them intrinsic thought, and we can see the measurements. And we know that the number one cause by far is not traumatic events. It's not comparison. It's not secrets. It's an unmet expectation. Mm -hmm. So we are setting ourselves up for the self-sabotaging dialogue. So we're not going to focus on hearing it We're going to focus on using our gifting, like vivid visualization, use it constructively to get an inspired idea that ignites our passion and drives our action, and all of a sudden we start to expose, not create, but reveal that self-sabotaging dialogue. Now, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just said that to myself.
1: That's good. That's really good. How long have you been
3: saying that to yourself? A long time. Let's take that out of your life.
1: Right. So, do you do this with businesses too? Are you working with teams? Are you working? You know, and you know how how do you work with teams? I mean, sometimes this is heavy stuff, right? You're talking what we're talking about on the air. You know, I'm not sure people want to reveal this in a in a workplace environment.
3: Well, that's an interesting question. I'm working with a publicly traded company right now. The executive team there's 13 of them. And the the question up front was, do you want to do an assessment, analyze personality, and then manage the personalities? Or would you like to do an assessment that tells you where the strengths and challenges are, inspire everyone in your management team to be the very best version of themselves, then let's come together and talk as a leadership team and help to help how to help the next 80, which are right underneath this group, the next 80 to become the best version of themselves, instead of just managing aberrant behavior. Well, when you have somebody at the top who says, I wanna get to the real stuff, that's what it requires. And so I start working with him, start coaching with him, we do assessments on the 13 people, we spend time with them, and how we come together as a group, we talk about leadership skills, we've done assessments, we're doing them now to be when i get back from israel in the middle of may that we'll go through what we call team dna which takes all of the people from a department and crunches them down into one report and tells us where the common strengths and challenges are within the group and the energy for the change comes from the top down <laughs>
1: Okay, I like that because I, I, I think I think there's, you know, within organizations, a lot of times there's a lot of mediocrity. There's a lot of people that are just kind of hiding underneath the uh, management, right? They don't want to even confront management or talk to management. They just want to kind of hide out, get their paycheck, and go home. And he, You know, I like, I I got a feeling you believe this too. I think we're here to express our greatness, our brilliance, and we need to bring that out, whatever environment we're in. What do you think about that?
3: When Gallup tells us that 79% of the people are going to work because they need the health insurance, it gives you a little bit of an idea of why we might have a bit of a challenge in corporate America. And it's chicken and egg. Do people show up like that because their ideas have been suppressed and so they're just going through the motions doing what they need to do to get their paycheck? Could it be management did it or is it that they just don't wanna do more than that? And sometimes it's both. But what happens when management says, we want everyone to come in the morning excited to be here, willing to contribute having their ideas valued leaving feeling better about themselves and taking that energy into their homes and being better stewards of their own private lives we want to start that by the way in which we approach the day well there's not any room for deadwood there's no room for hiding and i suppose one of the most interesting things we uncover is the deadwood That person who really doesn't want to improve, really doesn't want to excel, just wants to make it through three more years before retirement. Now management knows who is on board wanting to take this company to the next level and who's just going through the motions.
1: Makes a lot of sense. You know, I've come across in my career a lot of people that have told me, um, I'd have my sights on management and and VP and president, right? Those are my sights. And I, I can't tell you how many people I've come across that said, oh, you don't want to do that. You really don't want to go down that path. The managers are always, they're fired. They're turned over. They're, uh, and for me, it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not so happy in my position anyway. Why not just go for that? And if I get fired, then I'll find something else. But a lot of people don't think that way. What
3: a sad way to live.
1: It's a courageous way to live.
3: You know, it, we, it's a sad way to live if you're just going through the motions. Oh, that piece. Yeah. Playing life at half speed. Because you and I both know, can it takes, it takes more energy to play life at half speed than it is to go full speed. Isn't that the truth? It doesn't make sense. There's no joy in it. Yeah. and True joy. There's no equanimity. Mm-hmm. No peace of mind in mm-hmm. playing life half speed.
1: Mm-hmm. Boy, isn't that so the truth?
3: I have to applaud the company who says, I want our people to grow and stretch and become all that they can become. And find excitement in being here, or we don't want them here.
1: Absolutely. Hey, you know, before we get too far into this, um, Dave, tell tell the people. Uh, I know you had a giveaway on the on the uh, habit uh, piece there. Um, can you tell the people, uh, our our listeners, a little bit about that and how to get in touch with you? Oh, well, certainly,
3: certainly. Um, we just finished the latest version of Habit Finder, the Habit Finder Profile. And so, for about three more weeks, we're going to allow people to go on and take the assessment for free, which is really cool. It's a, it's a $99 instrument all by itself. We're even giving them 30 minutes with a habit finder specialist to go through their measurements so they can better understand. Because we want people to get into this space, because this is where it matters. So. And we set up a separate one just for you, Ken. So it's habitfinder.com forward slash courage. The word of the day, right? I love Habitfinder. that. Habitfinder.com forward slash courage. And you can take the full Habit Finder assessment profile. It's like 44 pages of information. And really find out where your habits are. Where are the challenges? Where are the strengths you'll want to maximize? Where are those really troublesome thought processes that are unique to entrepreneurs but definitely need to be managed.
1: That's awesome. Let's let me uh, let's get that website one more time.
3: Sure. www.habitfinder.com forward slash courage.
1: Very good. Habitfinder.com forward slash courage. Well, wow. I appreciate you uh, uh, putting the, uh, the, the word of the day in your uh, URL. That's great. <laughs> That's great. So, Dave, listen. Um, there are people that have good intentions. They really want to change. But then they have this negative dialogue that starts to invade their consciousness and it kind of stops them dead in their track. How can this assessment that we're they're going to take uh, enlighten them on, on how to move past that?
3: Well, if they're entrepreneurial, they're going to find... Five or six measurements in common with other entrepreneurs. And, and listeners, watch when you get to this area called My Dreams. Just write down My Dreams and see how vividly you visualize. And take a look at My Joy and see if your joy is being robbed because too many entrepreneurs live in their head and hold life hostage to their expectations. Instead of living the other way, living in the now, making this their primary residence and going into their mind to get specific inspired ideas to ignite passion and drive action. So see if the sequences are vivid, I'm hating my life and I'm beating myself up. It might be an indication that that shift needs to occur for you. Can I learn how to use my gift constructively? Can I learn how to be present in the now? And can I then embrace my natural genius so that I'm not beating myself up, I'm embracing my natural gifting and now I'm available to go over into an area called people and actually show up and use my empathetic skill set. You'll be surprised when you go to go to the profile and you go to people and you discover there's a tremendous amount of clarity go, wow, I I never really thought I was a good connector or a good listener. Well, you may not be yet, but all the skills, all the intuitive input, all the accuracy required to do that at a very high level are present that may be underutilized. It's great news. Go to the area called my work. I don't want to give you too much because you haven't seen it yet, but my work. You're going to find, most entrepreneurs find, tremendous clarity in this area. That's great. And I mentioned earlier, you know, they're procrastinators. We're all procrastinators. But what happens when we stop the delay delay and we jump in and then we get surprised? Wow, that wasn't so hard. Delay, delay, jump in, surprise. This is a pattern for many entrepreneurs because of that noise. But what would happen if we just jumped in Embraced our natural gifting right up front.
1: That's we awesome. Dave. Dave, I've gotta, got it? I've I've gotta say goodbye to you, but this has been amazing. What a what a great interview. Um, one more time, please give them that website again so they have that to be take the free assessment Certainly. on their habits.
3: Habitfinder.com forward slash courage. All right. Habitfinder.com forward slash
1: courage. Okay. Well, Dave, Dave, thank you so much. Um, I hope you'll come back on the show and uh, give us some more of your wisdom. That uh, that was a powerful interview. I appreciate that.
3: Thank you, Ken. it a joy.
1: Okay. And we'll be right back. We're going to be talking about living in your head or living in your heart a little more. I'm going to give you some insights into a new book that I have out. It's called The Courage to Change Everything. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
2: Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDeFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's kendyfoster.com. KenDFoster.com. KenDfoster.com. We're
0: back with Voices of Courage and now your host Ken D Foster.
1: Well, welcome back. What a amazing interview. That was, uh, you know, amazing is overused in radio, but I have to say that last interview was amazing. It was great. So I hope you'll tune in to uh, that last segment and listen to it a couple times. Pass it on to your friends. And I want to also mention that the show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, Women Empowering Women in Friendship in Business Founded 25 years ago here in San Diego and also on the internet, you can connect with them at womenswisdom.net. If you're a woman that wants to take your life to higher ground, that's the place I recommend. So some of you know this. I have a new book coming out. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. You can actually go to, the courage to change everything.com and pre-buy that book right now. This book I designed for individuals that are serious about taking their life to a completely new level. And what I found is that we don't need encouragement or wisdom when things are going bad. We also need it when it's going good. We need it on both sides. We need it when it's going terrible and we need the courage and inspiration when things are going good both sides. And so that book will give you those strategies every single day for the next 365 days. Imagine if you were taking your mind and reprogramming it with success thoughts every single day. Do that for 365 days. Where? Imagine where you will be. It's the same thing I had to do in my life. You know, I uh, was at a place that uh, most people don't want to go. Uh, Og and I were talking about that a little bit, but uh, you know, 25 years ago, I was in a dark place. I woke up one day and I didn't like the friends that who I was around, surrounding myself with, making a ton of money. My health was suffering. I was estranged from my wife and my children. And um, man, it was time to change. So I started uh, looking within myself and I started praying to start to understand how to change. That took me on a path to seek wisdom, understanding, and read hundreds of books, literally, take uh, hundreds of workshops, and do what I needed to do to transition this thinking, this thing between the ears, into a, a place where I could have a successful, joyful, and abundant life, which I have today. I live here in San Diego with my wife, Judy. We have three beautiful daughters. We have uh, 12 now grandchildren. We just had a new grandchild uh, uh, two weeks ago. His name is uh, uh, Josiah Kenneth Paul as Steckler, and um, he lives right out in El Cajon here in San Diego with my daughter, Brooke. Um, my life is rich so many ways, and I want you to have that rich life. That's why I do this show. I do this show for my listeners so that you guys can really tune in to some of the most courageous voices on the planet and take your life to the next level. All right, I'd like to give you a reading from my book today. This is on day 96. I always start out with a quote, and this quote comes from Henri de Balzac, and it goes this way. All happiness depends on courage and work. Think about that. All happiness depends on courage and work. Whatever, wherever you are in life, It is you who put yourself there, and only you can turn the key and unlock the door of abundance. Ongoing success is driven by an energized body, mind, and spirit, but the human will, led by the ego, causes nothing but trouble and the lack of a completely fulfilled life. It is only when you turn towards your inner wisdom, guided by soulful intuition, that true success comes. It is attuning your will to the unstoppable will of spirit and choosing to concentrate on thoughts that strengthen your intentions, that unlimited power flows through your body, mind, and soul. And as a result, you will accomplish your greatest dreams. When your power is developed to that extent, you control your destiny. You infuse your spirit with thoughts of success, and your life gets better and better every single day. Today. I encourage you to ask, what will strengthen my resolve to succeed? What has to happen for an infinite being like me to align my thoughts and actions with the divine will? And how can I tune myself to soulful intuition and increase my power? Actions? Ask these simple questions and keep asking them throughout the day until you feel inspired. Note, you may notice you are more powerful, balanced, and productive. Also, note how others respond to you today when you are positively focused. I'll tell you a little story about that. I was coaching a woman that was having a lot of difficulty in her relationships, and she came to me and she complained about her husband. She complained about her children. She complained about how much money she had. She complained about her health. She complained about her mother and her mother-in-law. She complained and complained, right? And, you know, she, it was not in a place of, you know, she was, uh, doing anything outside the norm of what most people do. She's just talking about all the, all the things that don't work in her life. Right. But I thought to myself when I was working with her, I thought, you know, She wants love in her life. She wants to connect deeply with others. She wants to be able to feel their their love in her life. And yet, how do you feel love when you're complaining all the time? So I asked her this. I said, listen, I'd like you to do uh, an exercise for just one week. I said, it's going to be a courageous exercise. It may take everything you have, but if you do it, I think things switch around for you. She said, what's that? I said, well, it's really simple. All I want you to do is focus on things that you love for one week. That's it. That's all you got to do. And the other thing, if you start to complain, start to think about what you love in that moment. She said, I'll do it. So she came back a week later, and she had the most profound experience. She said, little children were coming up to me in the grocery store, tagging on me. And she says, I don't really like little kids. They're tagging, holding on me, wanting to connect with me. She said this happened several times. She said it was no coincidence that I was focusing on and, and walking the path of just emanating love from, my, from everywhere I went. And she said it was, it was a profound experience. It actually changed her life, right? She had the courage to, to be able to do that. And as a result, things started to change in ways that they can only change with courage, right? They can only change. So I was talking earlier in the show about the habits of courage, and we got through a few of them, and I'd like to give you a couple more that you can connect to. It takes courage to show genuine emotion. I think a lot of times, especially men, we we actually think we're expressing emotion, but the key word there is think. <laughs> we're not really expressing genuine emotion. We're thinking we're expressing genuine emotion. And we have to drop down into our heart, okay, or that area of courage, right? Actually the word cur, Latin word cur means to speak from one's heart. Right? That's the that's where that's what courage is. It's speaking from your heart. So if you're in a place where you're pretending that, let's say, your relationships are great. You're pretending your health is great. You're pretending your, your business is great. You're pretending your finances are great. You're pretending, you know, if you're pretending, and maybe you're optimistic and hoping things will change, but I, I've noticed in the lives of thousands of clients, it doesn't change without you changing, right? And then changing your actions, but if you're in a place where you're, you're pretending to be authentic or genuine or express genuine emotion, what would have to happen for you this week to change that around? Okay, simple question. I want you to be with that this week. I want you to think about that this week. I want you to think about, you know, if I was really courageous, you know, can I admit when I'm off base? Can I admit when I'm pretending? If you can, then I know one thing. Your life is going to get better and better. And you're not, going to be able, you're not going to be afraid to ask for help if you need it. You're going to be courageous to ask for help. And what as a result of that, you're going to start enjoying the small things in life. At least that's how it's worked for me. You know, I've been on this path for about 20 years, and it's been better and better and better, and it, it will get better for you also. So today... What's the one thing you're gonna do differently to take your life to a new level? Because see, here's what I know. When you become aware of your own magnificence and you find the courage to express it, everything changes. I've had to do that in so many areas of my life. And as a result of letting go of expectations of others, You know, I I expect a lot from myself, but I stopped expecting a lot from others, right? Because I had it reversed. When I was expecting a lot from others, my life was always filled with a lot of emotion, a lot of challenges, a lot of problems. But when I thought, you know, let me turn that around. Let me expect a lot from myself. And as I did, my life got better and better and better. So I hope you'll do that. All right. I'd like to end the show with this. I encourage you to make a fundamental shift in your consciousness, and instead of using courage from time to time, put it in the forefront of your life. Let courage permeate your thinking. Tap into your courage before you make decisions. Tap into your courage before you walk out the door. Tap into your courage when you open your eyes in the morning, right? Commune with it during challenging times, during good times, and daily contemplate what living a courageous life is for you. That's it. Hope you have a blessed day. Hope you'll uh, check out our sponsor, Women's Wisdom. And I'll talk to you next week.
0: Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.